Hey, it's Coco and Carly, and we are the hosts of Soul Rehab. Each week, we'll inspire you to get back on Blueprint through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we're spiritual beings having human experiences. This is your vibrational experience. Hello, friends. We missed you last week. We took some time off, and now we have a big episode for you this week to really help you unpack and understand what's going on um, within the dimensions and help you understand the 4D spin that a lot of you are in right now. I know that that spin can be dizzy. It can be a lot. You can be searching everywhere to be saved. You can be overwhelmed with all the information that is coming your way. And we are here to really break that down for you and help you so that you can spin out of that and move into the higher dimensions that you came here to live and be. We are here to break down with Scott and Carly and hopefully help you in this profound energy week. I am going to release a meditation as well tomorrow because we are in the middle of an arrival energy that hasn't happened in 6,500 years and won't happen again. It's through a comment and tomorrow I'm going to download that for everyone. So stay tuned for that to really help you travel outside of time into quantum so that you can connect with the energy of you. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to choose your soul and understand what is going on inside of you and being able to choose you is so hard in this day and age when there is a million things telling you not to. Hi. Hello. It's like 33 today, I think. It doesn't feel like it right now. We're outside on the balcony. Scott is with us. Carly has an ant crawling down her leg. She's hyperventilating no, over not. here. No, good. good. We're good. good. Everything's good. She's good. We're all good. Uh, we weren't with you guys last week. We were busy. Yeah, we took time. Yeah, you we took had, you time. You had big uh, company. Company. Yeah. Scott's here too, eating. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so, we have so much to talk about today. So much to explain. So much to talk about the energy and wow it's been a profound few weeks with sessions and events and that really helps us see the state of of everything because one of our biggest layers as our team is like we don't we live in a bubble we live in a bubble yeah so unless we hear what's going on from other people we don't know what's going on yeah so we wanted to start and talk about um the 4d lateral spin mm-hmm. i think everybody has experienced this at some point or is going through it right now. So, so the, what exactly is the 4D lateral spin? So the 4D lateral spin is your whole entire life you live in density consciousness. So mm-hmm. I was thinking about this the other day and I was like, wow, like my entire life I literally did not think about anything other than like being entertained, shopping, filling my hole, like just existing in life. Like what could the world give me? I was so asleep in density consciousness and it was like I didn't care about the issues in the world I didn't watch the news I was just like what can the world give me well for me too it was like a lot of the issues in the world weren't happening in my 
wasn't that, yeah, where I was living, mm-hmm. so I honestly just like didn't pay attention, so therefore didn't care. So I just lived my life every single day, literally the same. Like I remember being younger and going to bed and being like, I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and I'm gonna do this, this, and this. I'd go to bed and I would wake up and I would do this, this, and this. Like yeah. routine. Like everything was the same, and you never questioned it or stepped out of your box. No, and everything was so linear. Yeah, everything was linear. This it's day like, we do this, then we're yeah, gonna do this, and, and this day. when we lived. And you lived in those jobs, too, where it's like, okay, I'm looking at the calendar. I'm booking mm-hmm. off my vacation five months from now. You're counting down the days. Like, everything was linear, okay? You're or pay- even just, like, waiting for Friday. Yes. You know, like, oh, it's Wednesday. Two more days till Friday, and then it's the weekend. Your paychecks were linear. Like, everything was linear. Yeah. So what happens when you move, start moving out of density consciousness and you start awakening is you stop being linear, you start being multidimensional, and that is a hard journey for a lot of people. And that comes with the lack, mm-hmm. and that comes with, you know, the poverty consciousness. Because think about it, when you're in density consciousness, based on your programming, your conditioning, and all that lineage, and what the world tells you, you know, you gotta struggle, you gotta, you know, you gotta work your 40 hours a week, you gotta gotta push to get, yeah, you gotta push, and then, you know, you wait till you retire, you need to have your pension, you need to have your nest egg, you need to have all these things, so when all of a sudden you start awaking to your soul, and you start moving from ego to your heart center, it's mind-blowing to think that there's another way to live, because we've been told that it had to be this linear way. Yeah, what's really interesting is as you were talking, I was thinking back, and now the things that we look forward to, we don't even necessarily have a date. Like, yes, for like some of the events that we hold, obviously we have a date, people need to know when to show up, but for the bigger things we're working on, like, we're just working on it. And we know it'll, like, come to fruition when it comes to fruition. Yeah, whereas old We would way- be like, by this date, like, we always think, like, when you're taught goal setting, too, you always have a by when date, right? Like, by this date, I will have X, Y, Z. Yeah. So that's density consciousness that we all live in and that it serves its purpose. But as you start to awaken and you get into that 4D... Butterfly! See, guys, you know the butterfly thing? It just flew by us. Carly, Every single day I see a butterfly. Carly's losing it over here. I didn't see it. But Sorry, it I interrupted your train of thought. Um, so then you move into the 4D lateral spin, which is more information and a different way of seeing things mm-hmm. and really awakening to what's going on outside of the eagle lens. That also then keeps you in that spin of me, us, like versus versus them and right versus wrong. So we've talked about this briefly before in that 4D lateral spin, you will have the mentors who's who are like, you know, they're wrong. They're completely wrong. Their teachings are horrible. All these things. You'll have I'm right. I'm better. I'm this. If you don't work with me, then you're going to. Or they present it as, oh, you've been working with me, so you're okay. You're yes. going to be okay because you've been working with me. Yes. And then also what exists in the 4D lateral spin is the lack. Mm-hmm. The lack is strong because it's like you are spinning now and knowing that there's a better way to live. And then what also exists in the 4D um, is, yeah, is that whole spin of, <sighs> I forget what I was going to say. <laughs> no, you covered it all. Yeah. 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 So it's basically just the whole them versus me. And now that you have this new information and you're seeing things differently, you want everyone else to be part of that too. And so you start almost like going to war with people to convince them of like your new knowledge. Yes. And that's the spin as well as like that trying to convince, trying to prove what you now know. 
And that's what you'll find with a lot of teachers too, is they will try and prove to you that if you aren't following them, then you are going to be the one in lack. You are going to be the one that it's going to be hard for. Yes. And that's also coming out really strongly. And we're just going to like talk about it, which makes me actually cringe. But I know that a lot of people are seeing this information now or have been seeing it all year and are like that explosion of the emoji, you -hmm. know, the head emoji. And that is, you know, the issues that are going on in the world. And me and Scott were talking about that yesterday where I was like, you know, so many people are now finding out about the sex trafficking and they're going down the rabbit hole of, you know, Wayfair, Pizza Hollywood, Hollywood. Donald Trump playing five, five dimensional chess with everybody. And everyone's like, whoa, yeah, yeah. he's not that smart, but yeah, the cabal, like all that stuff, all the conspiracy theories, quote unquote, that you hear within the conspiracy theories Theories. within 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 but even if you look at things like historically there's always been secret societies oh yeah yes always because like even had like the scientific academics you know that were like doing things that were against the church they had secret societies and you know those are the ones that like we know about and then you got to think about it like it makes sense that if you're like a super wealthy elite you know you already don't think the rules apply to you because you you can bend them. You can yeah. afford to bend them. So yeah. why wouldn't you like bend them more and more and more and with more? your friends too? Like with your friends and bring <laughs> and them I, along. And, I think and then because like you're doing something guilty and they're doing something guilty, well we're just as guilty as the other person. So I'm not going to rat you out because you have dirt yeah. on me and I have dirt on you. Mm-hmm. And it becomes that's really, part of that whole three D yeah. game. Yeah. Well, I was um, I was watching something and they basically explained it as like. In terms of like creation of the universe there or of worlds, so our three D matrix that we live in, there's like this arconic they call them force that they'd be at, in the center, and that's like what created this like simulation that we're in. And then outside of that, there's like the secret societies that don't even have names. They they just are. Mm-hmm. No one knows about them. And then on the outer rings of those, then there are the few that are like we kind of hear about, but we still don't really know what they're about. And then there's another layer of like the Illuminati and these ones that we have names. And that we still don't that, really know a lot about. That we still don't know a lot about. And then from there, it actually branches out to then actual formal government. From there, it then branches out to finance. From there, it branches out to society, like lifestyle, like, like, our, like our media. Like It just branches out from there. It's all connected, but there's so much that we don't even know and don't even have names for. That's actu- They're the actual ones in control. And like, one of the let's big... Not, let's not even forget. They know what color is going to be next year that's going to be popular because they've engineered it that way. Yes, exactly. So when you go clothes shopping and you're like, oh, wow, I really love this outfit. Like, they knew, like, a year or two ago. Three years. Three years ago and put that into production Mm -hmm. that that's what it's going to be. It's going to be the color of the year. It's going to be the color of the year. So you think you're being all unique and creative and, like, I'm on such on the fashion trend, but, like, you're three years behind the people that are picking the colors that you're wearing today. What I think is really good if you guys can explain, because I often get Scott and Carly to explain it all to me because, like, I get so overwhelmed from seeing it from a quantum point of view. I need them to explain. So when we're talking about this 4D spin and all the stuff that's going on in the world, one of the biggest topics that we have amongst ourselves is, like, are they consciously aware? Right. Like, is this a conscious thing? Is this a soul thing? Like, how do they explain it? Like, if you looked at Donald Trump right now, like, they're so... It's such an intense topic... And, you know, me and Scott have talked about it, too, where it's like, if he really is the one that is playing the 5D chess game and is bringing this all to light, like, people are going to be so shocked and so, oh, my God. But think about it. His soul knows the journey, but his personality is the one that is, like, 
everybody's like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. So maybe explain that to everybody because I think so many people are overwhelmed right now because they're reading this sex trafficking, they're reading mm-hmm. these Pizzagates, these Wayfarers, and what's happening is they cannot make sense of like why a human being would do this stuff. Yeah. But I think you have good explanations with the meat topic and yeah. all that yeah. to really explain like how this is even taking place. Like how do people get so far gone and it's it, so much of it is energy so much of it is lineage and also one of the main things that people need to understand is we are light beings and human bodies so you are here for a sequence for a reason for a yes. purpose in this exact time and not all of that is light it's not it's a game yeah. there's many 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 players in this in this video game right so i think you guys should break it down because you have good okay so what i think it is is in 3d what you're afraid of and I don't know if that's the proper word or your concerns or where your priorities are lying is with like with like lack bills finances it's day-to-day stressors yeah that's the 3d spin 40 then because once you come a little bit more conscious and your awareness branches then it's like okay you kind of move into more like a global positioning where like what's all going on in the world outside of like yeah. I'm not I'm not worried about bills I'm not worried about all these stressors and all these other things like they're concerned but they're you know I can handle them but now it's like what's going on in the world and that just becomes like like a, like a bigger greater fear because it's things you don't understand it is the, the you know the wayfair child trafficking and all that stuff that almost starts to keep you in that fear cycle so you move from like having small fears almost like a child like Carly said only the day-to-day stuff that oh, she yeah. ever lived in your life mm-hmm. To now all, and never caring about really other than if it's flooding in your city, you never you don't care. Yeah, no, it's like you, you grew up care. in a small town, you knew everybody. There was nothing to be scared of, and then you move to like a big city, and all of a sudden you're a small fish in a big pond, and you're like you don't know anyone. The streets, you know, the streets are different because you don't know where they go, you don't know your way, and it takes a little bit for more and more to be comfortable. And then I was almost like, now imagine that on like from a small town to a big city, to like a really big city. And I'm thinking, like, we moved, like, we lived in small town Saskatchewan. We moved to, like, Calgary. And then from Calgary, Calgary is a big city, then our 500-person small town. We go from, like, Calgary to, like, New York City, which all of a sudden is way bigger, and there's just more things that we just become not aware of. Yes, and that's the 4D swing. you almost jump from, some people almost jump from that small town mentality to, like, New York City and become so overwhelmed with everything. That's happening a lot right now, Carly. Yeah, so that's, I think that's how the people that are viewing what's going on are absorbing it. But the actual, let's say, players in this who are causing this 40 soon, like the players in Pizzagate, the players in all these conspiracy theories, like, people are probably wondering, like, these people, I thought they were good people. Why would they ever do this? And I think that's what you were getting yes. at before, too. And it's like, because these people inherently believe that what they are doing is for the greater good. Yes. Okay, we need, to, we need to understand that all these people that are doing these things... This is what they know. You only know what you know, and what they know is their purpose here in the world. And their narrative in the world, their purpose, is to be on the darker side of things so then the light can rise. Because we cannot rise if we don't have the contrast. But through this, they genuinely believe that their agenda is going to bring peace to the world. How is this going to bring peace to the world? Through the depopulization of the world. So what they're doing is they're creating situations 
that will not allow famine to happen, that will not allow um, the overuse of resources to happen, but how they're going about that is through murder, through trafficking, through the sensitization of the media for all of this to take place. So the, the societies and the people that are doing all this are literally doing it because they believe it's for the greater good. Mm -hmm. But we, obviously, the process in which they're going through it is not good. So then you think and you think about it and you look at these people that are doing this. Okay, they think it's for the greater good, but now you can't tell me that, <laughs> you know, by trafficking a child that someone could think that that's for the greater good. But it all comes down to, you know, for me, it's the same situation as me eating meat. So I do not condone killing animals. I do not like, you know, abuse of animals. And yet my favorite meal is going to be a good hamburger or a steak. How did that get on my plate? Through the killing of animals. But because I like my steak, I consciously turn a blind eye to how it got there. Mm -hmm. And ignorance is bliss. So all these people that you hear about that are doing all these horrible things, it's kind of the same thing. Because they are now like turning a blind eye to the process in which they're now going to bring a better earth. Yeah. You're only going to know what you know with the people that you're surrounded with. Yeah. Right? So what's really like been pinging at me when it comes to this topic to really explain to everybody is I know everybody's like sharing these things on social media and like so many people are awakening. And as I said earlier this year, like more people are going to quote unquote awaken in the, in this year than in the last 20. So what awaken means is they move from that density consciousness that we're talking about up into 40. That's awakening. Yeah. Okay. Like your eyes are open. You're like, Oh my goodness, there's more, to life than what I've been told and that could start with just um, the stuff that you know we mentor on where it gets hard and you realize that there's some pain and there's some things and you start like moving out of your egoic life but then with that no matter what you're always going to see these shocking and you do everybody does on the four on the 4d yeah. spin you're you're gonna see this it might not be as drastic for some as it is for others but regardless you're seeing it and you're gonna see it because now you're at the vibration to see it right? yeah like you're not gonna just bypass it. yeah and that's a really good point yeah. because uh, back in the day when we were in density consciousness, like I would have looked at that and never, ever read it. I would have no. never processed it. I would no. have never read it. I would have been like, what is this even like delete, delete, delete? Like don't fake. care. It's fake. It's fake. Yeah. You know, I would have just totally brushed it off. And let's be honest, we probably did get this information yeah. back in the day. And we just were like, uh, gross, like yeah. doesn't resonate, doesn't anything. It's too extreme to be it real. Wasn't... It's that cognitive dissonance that you get where you don't believe it's real because it's so extreme. Yes. So that does exist. Okay. So then when you move up into this 4D spin, what is really overwhelming with all the stuff that's being shared is what I was saying earlier is how can they do this? And Carly just gave you the example of the meat, but I'm going to give you another example of something that I've walked personally. So in my previous life, I had my own fashion line. I had my own clothing line. I had my own factory. And I remember one moment in particular where everybody was like pounding on me. All the customers were pounding on me. And it was something like, you know, 1500 units of a shirt or something that people were waiting for. And I remember talking to um, the girl who managed my factory and I was like, we need to get these shirts out. Like we need to get them in our hands so that we can get them out. And so she's like, you know, almost like cracking the whip to the factory workers. And I remember her at like two or three in the morning, her time, sending me photos of like everyone in their bare feet, standing there packaging 
these freaking shirts, right? Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, great, great. Like, that's getting, they're, <laughs> they're getting, getting out. They're getting, they're getting out. But they have been working for 18, 19, 20 hours straight, sewing these sweaters, putting on our hang tags, putting on the plastic, so that somebody, you know, five days from then could get their sweater and say, oh, great, I feel fulfilled. I filled my hole and throw it in their closet. Yeah. And I remember that, I remember thinking in that moment, like, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. This is so wrong. But, you know, honestly, like, you live from ego. You live so much from fear. It's like, I wanted to make all those 1,500 people happy. And I really wanted to make sure that I could move forward and do everything. So I was willing to just put a blind eye to the way that the workers were working and the way that things were going because it was like, well, this is going to make everybody happy. But maybe you didn't even see it, right? Like, yes, you were like, oh, they're not wearing shoes. But then it didn't register to you that all they wanted was their sweater. So you could have told them that there was a sex trafficking ring and that you've closed down their factory and they would tell me to go fuck myself. Or, okay, great. So when's the new factory opening? Exactly. That's how it would be. And so that's where you have to understand when you see all these things that are going on you're you you can't understand it because this is the level of it people are putting the blind eye to it or they don't know or well and what's really really interesting too what's coming out now are how like obvious these people within these rings have been telling us that they're part of these groups yes like if you look back at symbolism at like lyrics and songs and movies at photographs taken of people of situations they've been in they're not trying to hide it. We just have not been aware to it. Yes. That's you the You mean, difference. like, why the same, like, 12 people always play in the, like, the drug cartel movies? They're always, like, the mafia and the mob. <laughs> it's always the same people in yeah. every single movie. movie. Weird. Mm-hmm. But, the, I mean, the important thing to remember is no one ever sets out with the intention to do evil. Yeah, good point. Yeah. We make a small decision here at the beginning and then another well you know we did compromise here so make another slightly smaller compromise until eventually like you're just way off base Mm -hmm. and another thing you have to realize is is like with um with coco and the factory workers not wearing like shoes that could just be their culture where they're just more like barefoot and flip-flops where here you wouldn't go work well, at a factory I, with, I without shoes. I understand that, Scott, but I'm just saying Yeah, that but they, to us, that looks like they look poor and desolate, but they're happy. Yes, but I was saying they were on hour 18 and it wasn't yes. right, right? Yes, but well, that, that, that type of hours, you know, isn't right, but I mean, a lot of it is just simply like... Not understanding culture. Not, not understanding yes, the difference yes. between the cultures. But there's always that, one of those group of people that will take advantage of those differences as well in order to get that, which is how, like, you have, like, the child laborers that came yeah. up in like the 90s because they're working for a dollar because it is just cheap labor because they're just trying to make a buck but there's also like okay like if i want to have a factory overseas let's make sure they are you know properly paid working conditions are good there are there are stores that operate on that basis there are those free trade places you know that that make sure that everyone is paid a fair wage they make those conscious decisions and then you do have stores that make those conscious decisions to just like well, it's more about the profit. I have to care about my shareholders more. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it it even comes back to, like, if we want to get back to, like, the trafficking aspect of it. I've just been reading a lot about this lately. That's why I keep bringing it up. But even, like, those institutions where there's a lot of, like, claims out there right now, like Boy Scouts or the church, like, those institutions didn't start out to be, you know, 
pedophile rings. Like it's like those organizations attract those people because of the context of what they work within. Mm -hmm. And then those people rise up in the ranks and once they're in control, they then, like Scott says, make small decisions to eventually turn that group on their head to run this is what it's all about. Yeah, and everything starts that way. Like even like someone like you, Scott, who came from, you know, molestation when you were younger, you know, that started with one decision that then snowballed and snowballed and snowballed and snowballed, right? It could have it could have just started with one person, but then all of a sudden it's like multiple people are right. involved because you got away with it a little bit the first time and it was okay and they listened to you and then all of a sudden it becomes a grand thing. Yeah. Well, that's exactly it. It's like all of a sudden like you've got this secret and now you're trying to just keep that secret a secret mm -hmm. so you almost have to do more stuff to, to keep, keep that a secret, secret. <laughs> yes it's like you can't you, can, you never just tell one lie you have to tell multiple lies to cover up the one lie yeah. and you just get buried and buried and buried and you just i think you start to just lose your sense of self yes right and that's where uh that's a really good uh, pivot point scott because when you're in this 40 spin so I think we're just gonna like zip that up for everybody yeah. so they can understand what we're trying to um, go is you will spin in there for a long time if you let yourself okay yeah. because what happens is you all of a sudden become the advocate and you're blown away and why isn't anybody doing this and all the things but like Scott says the only way then to then spiral out of that 4d spin is to save yourself yeah because you've now lost yourself in this spin of all this other energy so I know that that used to be a thought when I was in 3d consciousness was like oh well why do I care about this or that problem it's just me like I can't make a change but what people don't understand is when you move into alignment and you heal and you clean your pipe that alters 1 million people at least mm -hmm. just by doing that like an example of that is in our community. I birthed out my light codes in 2017, and now all of a sudden our community, just by me birthing out my light codes, so many people are able to tap that on, tap that on, tap that on. Just by me moving into my purpose in the last year, how many people do you think in our community are now moving into their purpose? Yeah. Right? And that is how you begin to spiral up. So yes, it's very good to know this information, to see this information, but don't let it consume you because it will laterally it's going to consume you for a while and we talked about that before how we were in that 4d spin mm -hmm. with things in our life so it's not necessarily all this information that keeps you in the 4d spin it's the lack yeah it's the um it's the wanting to be saved when you're in 4d you want to be saved so now all of a sudden you like become awakened to things you become aware of things but now you're also still looking for the external to save you so you're looking for that relief. You're looking for, you know, a reason for why. So when you're in the 4D spin, everybody is there. You're looking for saviors. Yeah, you truly and, are. and you are kind of now looking for new partners in pain. It's yes. like partners in, like, knowledge almost, or partners in, like, I don't know, you just, you try and get that army around you, right? Yes. To, like, have these conversations. Because ultimately, it's always what, it's only what you want to talk about. When you're in that 4D spin, all you want to talk about is a 4D spin. Yes. Yeah. And you want to talk and like for us, I know that we were in the 40 spin with lack and that's like literally all we talk about the 40 spin of lack the 40 spin of lack like this is and so hard. Goes back to it. Oh, yeah. this is so hard and like what more can we do and last summer it was just like uh, test after test after test after test. So what you need to realize is you're going to have those tests and every time you face those tests, you go up 
more and more and more and more to eventually rise out of the 4D energy into the five and beyond. Yeah. Okay. And you need to really move yourself outside of the physicalness of you. So if you follow me, Coco, on my Instagram account, consciously underscore Coco, I posted um, like a kind of dimension breakdown uh, last week that really helps people understand what's going on. So how the dimensions is, is it starts with physical, but it goes beyond. So in order to really, really soar in the energy that's happening right now and beyond is to really connect with yourself outside of the physical the your energetic self yes is basically what it is because even though i'm sitting here and i'm looking at carly and scott i am consciously in the higher dimensions right and our whole entire team like if you've been to our events even when we're talking to you on the podcast like we get talking here and like we can't even remember people will say like oh i listened to this and i'm like what did we talk about yeah we because had no idea we were, we're not in body Okay, and that's the journey of moving up so that you're no longer the physical player in the game is how I would define it, right? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And then sometimes what happens too is then you get that disconnect. Right? Yeah, so last summer, I think Scott can talk a lot about that. Um, I was like constantly like melting down to him, bawling my eyes out, being like, I feel so disconnect. From my body like I don't know how to explain this to you I would say to him I don't know how to explain this to you I would say to him like I'm going to the gym every day I'm looking at myself and I'm like barf like I want it to barf at the reflection of the body that I saw in the mirror because it wasn't me and so I'd have to get him to explain to me like what was happening over and over again and what it was is I was in the higher dimensions but there was a disconnect between that consciousness and my body is there a way that you can explain that scott or you don't um i think it's just kind of like if you want to look at it almost like like goal setting is your mind had shifted mm-hmm. but you were still kind of wearing the old 3d clothes the old stuff that you know was stretched out loose baggy and then like when you kind of wear those clothes even though like your mind might be in the fourth or fifth dimension, when you put those things on, it almost roots you back down into like that, that lower vibration because when you look at yourself in the mirror, that's what you're seeing. You're not so much seeing the change. Uh, the unseen change. The unseen yeah. change, which yeah. is which is really immeasurable, immeasurable because you can't see it. But those are the things that you have to notice. It's like, okay, like, yeah, I'm still wearing like, last year's raggedy raggedy clothes but my eating has gotten better how i handle stressful situations has gotten better i'm having less meltdowns those have gotten better those are the pinpoints that you need that people need to use moving forward rather than such physical 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 like um marker like marker points because we're so much more than just the one dimension. Like we've constantly said, we're, you have to look at things multifaceted. And if you're only looking at it through the one lens of like the physical transformation, then you're missing out on like, mm-hmm. what, 359 degrees? 
Well, yeah, and that's a really 47 good... 47 degrees of Kevin And Bacon. I mean, I remember, <laughs> and I remember mentoring Carly last summer, and she'd be like, nothing's changing. Like, this is my life forever. And that was, like, her constant spin to me, like, over and over and my over again. Forever. And she would, like, bawl and melt down and be like, I can't do this, and the triggers and the pain and all this stuff, right? And then, you know, then it would be, like, me and Carly both dumping on Scott, and I'd be saying to Scott... And then Scott would, you know, when he has his low days, then, you know, you're really in for it (laughs) because he had, you know, a few meltdowns too, where he's like, nothing's ever changing. Like, this is our life because the eagle then tries to grab again and says, look at the physical, look at the physical Coco. Everything is the same or, you know, your summer is the same as last summer. But when I looked at last summer to the previous summer, so much had changed, right? But now when we look at this summer compared to last summer, it's, different solar systems yeah right but we had to have that steadfast commitment that steadfast um you know dedication how far will you go for your soul as you're moving forward moving forward and that's a really good um analogy scott because yeah you're always trying to use the physical as a marker and it's well, so either beyond we're using, that we're using either using like our clothing size or we're using like the money in our bank account and yeah. those are not like not good markers because a lot of those are just ego based driven. Mm-hmm. All of them, they all are. So. Or they're th- and they're also the last thing to manifest. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you could be doing all this work and you're actually making significant changes, but because it's not manifesting physically, you think you've done nothing. And because you want it. Yeah. When you want it, that's still coming from ego. So notice and catch yourself when you say like, I want that partner, or I want that house, or I want that job you're coming from the 4D spin of lack. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge thing. Like really take that in because I've noticed that within our group this year, when we stopped wanting things to be different than what they were, we rose up. Well, my language changed from I want to I can't wait for. Yeah. Right. And that's the difference from instead of wanting something to like being excited for when it does happen. Yes. Knowing, Knowing that it's coming without the expectations of how, just knowing that it's already existed and it already exists outside of time, right? So what you have to do every single day while you start doing this work is pull from that higher energy. So that is why higher self work is so profound within our community is because you remember and feel the energy of yourself and every day you start pulling the hell yeses from that 12th dimensional space. Yeah, And that is how you know on the hard days and I think you say this a lot Carly you're like that's the motivation for your hard days yeah because all of a sudden you're like I I may be in this physical reality right now but I'm beyond it yeah because I know personally for me when I would have my bad days it always went back to what why am I even doing this like that would be the narrative so now that I like know the energy of my higher self it's like why am I even doing this Oh, because I know where I'm going to end up if I do it. Yes. Right? If I put in the effort and I do it, I know where I'm going to end up. But that goes away just as fast by you getting down on yourself and saying, you know, like, how am I going to get that? And, and all Yes, this. and trying to put the energy of your higher self into a box. Yeah, like, that's the biggest that's thing, That's a big too. thing. It's like people, we all get so excited when we meet that higher version of self because it is so great because ultimately it's everything you've ever wanted. Yeah. So if your ego gets really, really, really excited because it wants that so bad, but then what it tries to do is it tries to take your current situation and turn it into that with what you currently have. But the linearly, whole, linear, linearly, linearly. Yeah. And, but the thing is, is like that's your highest self, 
and it cannot live or be manifested in your current state of being, that's why you don't currently have it. Yeah. Like, if you were at the point of, like, being able to have that now, you would have it. So there's changes that need to be made, so you can't try and put that square peg in the round hole. You have to make these lifestyle changes and be dedicated to it. They're small changes every day. It's not overwhelming. It's yeah, little things every day. And that's a big teaching that Scott always does is it's like a whole bunch of small te- um, steps every single day that get you to where you're going. And I know like in 2018, we got a huge download of what is going to manifest into our life. And I think all three of us right now can laugh hysterically over the fact that we thought in 2018 it was coming like the next day. Like literally, yeah. we've grown so much because we thought that that manifestation, that information that we were told was, was like literally tomorrow. Yeah. And now we're like dying laughing because we're like, oh my goodness, the room that we had to make for that to even come through, the space that we needed was that last two years linearly and all the work outside of time that we have done. Yeah. And that's where everybody needs to understand is they get so wrapped up in the physical, but we are so much more than this physical. Literally, we are just, our, our, our bodies just house who we are, which is our light. And people are, are starting to remember and understand this. And it's a lot, I know, the dimensions are very confusing for people. Yeah. But um, is there a way that you guys can explain it so people understand it in, like, physical sense is there an analogy that you can give them because like well, i'm seeing it as like a layer cake on earth well if you want to reach your highest self on in in earth school i think what you need to realize is for one you probably need to go do like a higher self workshop of some sort whether through us or with through someone else and then be like okay if that's 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 where i'm headed that's general direction blueprint that's yeah. but how i'm going to get there is by listening to my uh, intuition and that gut feelings that I have now that keep me on blueprint. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's then key. Every single choice, if you if you kind of make that decisions and make those decisions consciously, everything is going to move towards that higher self version of you naturally. Yes, and that's very important because you don't have to force it it, yeah and Carly's big on that she always says that to everybody when she's mentoring too is like you literally just have to follow those nudges and the nudges honestly (laughs) aren't going to make sense to anybody other than you and people are going to look at you with like their eyes popped out of their head being like you're quitting your job you're moving where you're cutting your hair because that makes them feel uncomfortable because everything that you've always wanted to be you're now being and when we do the higher self workshops it's mind-blowing because people will come up to me and they'll be like oh my god I always wanted a tattoo but like my dad told me I couldn't or I wanted to have long hair but my friend told me I wouldn't so like Carly said it's all the energy of who you've been thinking about your entire life but somebody has been dimming your light so now all of a sudden you're going to start making those decisions and people are going to be uncomfortable because they have been able to control you and dim your light. Yeah, and then when they see you prosper, they're going to come back and be like, oh, what did you do? <laughs> you followed the nudge when yeah. everybody else told you not to. Yeah. And so the dimensions um, exist within, like Scott would say, the earth school within earth. And I see it as like a layer cake. 
So I see it as, you know, there's the density. So, you know, me touching this glass, me touching this table, that's 3D density consci consciousness, which we talked about at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. You just live, you know, you eat, you go to the bathroom, you be entertained. You, you survive. Know, you, you it's survival. Survival. Yeah. Survival, right? Everything is like hustle, like you're here for me. It's I, 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 I. Then you move up into the 4D where you become more aware and more conscious. And then you have that whole spin that we talked about where you're seeing the world issues, where you're seeing all these things. You're it's seeing... kind of the, it's the shocking dimension. It's when all this yes. information is flooded at you and you're like that, like you always say, that emoji with the heads like, like popping off the top. It's yes. like, oh my God, what? And then um, there's a lot of mentors that stay in that spin. Yes. A lot. And they find the words, they find the vocabulary, and they serve that level of consciousness. Well, and think it's about great. this, too, because it's lucrative, because you're still hustling when you're in 4D. Yes. You still hustle. Yes. So it People serves... People are still afraid in 4D, 100%. and they're still looking for saviors. Yes. They're still... Yes. So it's easy to hustle. It's easy to sell. It's easy to sell the fear. Yeah. And it's the fear of, too, like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. In the 4D spin, people still believe that they don't have the knowledge within them. So when I was in the 4D spin, I had the mentors that made me honestly think that I didn't know what the hell I was talking about. So it kept me in that spin. And when I moved out of that 4D spin with my mentors, that's when I started to rise, rise, rise. And I was like, wow, I've had this inside of me all the time. So you should find the mentors outside of the 4D spin that are going to help you birth out and remember who you are. And that moves into your ascension. You know what it's kind of like what just came to me? It's like 3D is like you're the dog in the kennel. 4D, you now are on leash, but you're in the yard. And yes. 5D, you get to roam free. Yes. You're off leash. And 5D is when you start living from your heart and your soul. And in in density, like in physical, you, you don't want anymore. Everything just becomes um, provided for. You don't... Time does not exist. No. <laughs> And oh my gosh, you should have heard me. The last week, I tried to write an email to the same two people three times, and I got the date mixed up on it every single time. It's ridiculous. Because I just, I didn't know what month it is. I didn't know what date it is. Like, it was ridiculous. So, like, our team is gridded in physically in 5D, but, like, consciously we're up in the higher dimensions, and I'm the worst for it. Like, working on my scheduling, Carly sends me every Monday what my week looks like and my schedules, and, like, now she's, like, print it out and highlight it because, like, I'm so... <laughs> confused by the days and when you're in these higher dimensions you're in quantum you're pulling from that light you're pulling things down your pipe you're pulling all the things that you've ever done that have ever existed in your soul essence and it's coming down the pipe and you're saying yes to who you are so when you're above that uh, 4d spin and you're rising up the spiritual um, ascension pyramid you are saying yes to who you are. So yes, it can be scary. And you're the biggest thing is you're scared of yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, I was so terrified of myself. Carly and Scott are terrified of themselves. You're so scared of like the essence of who you are. And that really um, is the work then. You start mm -hmm. just really, really, really trusting in a way that trust has never been taught before. Mm -hmm. Trust is a profound muscle and you have to do it over and over and over and over again to really feel into that muscle. Now, I think we were talking about that yesterday, Scott, where we're just like that steadfast trust. Like now I feel like it's like they're showing me it's like a pumping heart for us. Like it's like we literally like it's I can't even say anything about not trusting. And these two are like, get a grip. Yeah. 
because there's so much quote unquote proof for the ego that the trusting is but that there you go case in point your ego can have all the proof that it needs and it's still not good enough oh, so 100%. why go through that and just cut that off now and be like it's enough yeah. you have enough because it'll never be enough you, you are the proof you yeah. are the proof and that is the whole layers of the dimensions and I, I don't know how to make it any simpler for people. Mm -hmm. Well, if you want to look at it, here's, here's how big of a, a butthole your, your ego can be. Uh, there's what, 12, 12 numbers for the lottery? Is, that what, is it 12? I don't know. I'm not, I'm sure. not sure either. You could pick the 12 numbers for the lottery at your head at random. Win the, win, win the big lottery. And your ego would be like, wow, you were just lucky. You did it once. You couldn't do it twice. Mm -hmm. And you could do it twice. Yeah. And your ego said, like, well, you couldn't do it a third time. Yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. This third time, you're going to be wrong. Yeah. And it's like, how many times do I have to keep proving to myself that I, I can trust myself and that my ego is just an asshole? Well, and how many times do I have to go through these tests to just really, really lean into the life that I am? Because the ego and the physical is always going to try and keep you small. And your ego is going to tell you all the stories and that's a another really good point is Scott used to always say to me last year when we were going through the lax spin and you know I laugh about it now like I remember last April I was like hysterically bawling about paying $150 for spin class thinking that we were going to be you know homeless on the street and now that's such a teaching tool because it's like when you make decisions for your soul for that hell yes for that path, for that blueprint, you're always going to be provided for. Always. Mm -hmm. Always, 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 always. So take the class that you want to yes. take. Move your education. Go do that spiritual teaching. You know, make your health a priority. Eat better. Like, we had zero dollars, and we ate out at Walmart, and we felt like shit. Yeah. And then we still had zero dollars, but we just made better choices. And we had m more food in the house. Just, like, eating better quality of food than it was that instant Walmart stuff all the time. Living in black country. But we still yeah. didn't have any more money, but we felt better. And as we felt better, you know, we had more food in the house. We're doing more things because all of a sudden it's like, it's like emotional eating. When you want those cookies, they're there and you just, you eat them. So what do you do? You go, you go buy more cookies because you ran out of cookies at home where if you don't make the choice to have those cookies, you almost kind of like, you can't eat it. So then, you're not going out and like getting stuck in that spin of needing that like comfort all the time. You're kind of self-soothing yourself without well, looking for and, food. And Does that food, make sense? Yes, and all the food and choosing stuff for your soul is a priority because yesterday I was um, I was reading something and it's like you know what like can I have that cookie, Carly? Because in that 4D spin, a lot of the mentors and stuff will say, you have to be vegan. Right. You can't have the cookie. You can't don't enjoy... Don't wear makeup. You, yeah, don't wear makeup. You can't have a beautiful home. You can't... You have to be in this box. You need to do these cleanses. You need to live this certain lifestyle, and you have to do all these things. And here's the thing. 100%, you can do all those things. And But here's the thing. It's all based on your level of consciousness and you're also here to experience the human life. And that's one of the big stigmas about our world is people think that, oh, like, I don't want to be spiritual because then I can't live my life. 
No, it all comes from the intent and the consciousness of how you live your life. There is no right or wrong. It's level of consciousness. Like right now, I'm on the level of almost pushing myself up to be fully vegetarian and vegan, right? I'm not quite there yet, but it really pushes me every time there is protein in front of me and I'm like oh my god like I'm I'm literally eating fear I'm aware of that I'm moving up in consciousness and yes that is going to be a level for me once I get there but there is no right or wrong and anyone who tells you that it is is in that 4d spin mm -hmm. because it's them versus you and we're better together we all come from the same thing and we're here to manifest out our inner to our out outer and experience that human life, but it's all about the intent. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I want everybody to understand that is because I know so many people start beating themselves up and being like, well, you know, I did mushrooms or I drank some of booze or I've been smoking a lot of weed or whatever. You know what? That's on you. That's mm -hmm. on your journey and what works for you. Because eventually you might be like, okay, why am I smoking this much weed? Why mm -hmm. am I drinking this much? Is there another layer that I'm unpacking? Or is this just part of my human experience that, you know, is my intent? Is yeah. your ego ruling you from that? Why are you doing those things? Like, why are you numbing out? Like, yeah. the whole thing. There's so many things. And that's all part of our dimensions as you move up into higher consciousness. And as you move up into higher consciousness lots of that stuff is not going to resonate like eating no, out it'll just naturally go yeah like eating out for us is brutal like it just doesn't it's, it's <laughs> that's uh, we, we all went out for dinner uh, one night and we all ended up having to go for a two-hour walk after because and just i so was Ill. and i was like <laughs> i was like i'm literally just gonna sit on the bench because i'm not even in body right now like i feel so disgusting because i don't eat this way anymore and i just was getting mad at myself for making those decisions. So I wanted to cover all of this stuff today because I've been seeing it kind of spinning around us where people are like so overwhelmed with this whole 4D spin, not understanding the dimensions and really feeling like they're not doing enough work. Mm -hmm. They really, everybody beats themselves up. Everybody's looking at the external and then like wondering like, oh my God, the world seems like it's so dark. The world seems like it's going through so much What's stuff. What's the point? What's the point? And it's like, oh, I've been doing work with Coco, but am I really leveling up? Yeah, the work is this day in and day out, every single day, making these choices. I'm like looking at Scott right now in the mm -hmm. middle of the podcast and he's cleaning his phone and I'm like, okay, welcome, <laughs> going on it. welcome to soul rehab, everybody. Quality publication. <laughs> yes. So before I go, I just wanted to talk about this one teaching that I heard this week and I think it really explains everything that's kind of going on right now. So you know how we've been talking about the bloat that's been going on for, oh, I don't even know. <laughs> it feels like years. Feels like years is right. So the one teacher that I um, follow, and I really like his explanations, but they're a little bit more scientific, I would say. Um, and what I'm noticing is like all the information I get, you know, and the two other people that I follow, everybody kind of has the same timelines, just different language with how it goes. But what's happening is imagine that, you know, we've all now left Earth, okay, and now we're out into orbit. And we're looking back at Earth, and that's all the old, and that's all the chaos, and all the drama, and everything. So in June, it took a lot of resources for us to get out of um, this Earth orbit. To, yeah, off the planet. To, to get off the planet. So look at your June. Like, 
how did you explain the resources for this, Scott? Like money, like um, it was like, look, where how much money did you spend in June? Um, emotionally, spiritually, physically, like what how were you, you going through? Yourself? How were you draining yourself? Yeah. Like not in a bad way. That's correct. But <laughs> sorry, I was well, asked. He's not. I, he I, wasn't. Was asked, I was asked a question and everyone else was just answering it. Well, so he I'm just, he I'm takes too long when we're on. You were cleaning your phone, yeah. so stop. It takes too long. I, I was I was listening. I wasn't taking too long. I was waiting for you to pause. Okay, to go breathe. ahead and explain it. Well, then. you guys already explained and answered it. Okay, so resources. So I know for us, um, in June when we were moving out of the Earth orbit, you would have used resources that would have happened more in June than all of 2019. So for some of us, that could have been money. For others of us, that it could, could have been, been sleep. For it example, it could have been sleep. For yeah. example, it could have been just like uh, you know, uh, exercise time, time like uh, jumps. Yeah, you know, you could have made quantum jumps in June bigger than you've ever made. You might have quit your job, sold your house, moved. You might have finally told your partner you're divorcing them. So look at what resources you used in June to get you out of the orbit of the old earth, okay? So you used more resources in June than all of the 2019. So now we're out in orbit, okay? So when you go out into orbit, we're at zero. So our bodies are not used to being out in, in orbit. We're light beings. So there's that disconnect with our light being energy and our body and when you're out as an astronaut out in orbit even though you train to be this like big astronaut and like no gravity you're still having an adjustment period that's the science yes. <laughs> is the adjustment so period. notice this bloat that you're having the pains and aches in your body that are just all of a sudden appearing is the gravity pulling at you and really releasing the last of it and so my committee of guides had told me in June when I was like, what the F is going on with this like bloat and all this. And then like, that's where I carry my self-worth wound. So my uh, bloated stomach looks like an air mattress with the valve and the energy is leaving out. So they're like telling me, you know, just keep doing the work every day to remove that energy. And by the end of August into the fall, you're going to be like, what even happened? Cause your body is going to have such a radical transformation because it's all energy. So now we're in orbit. So imagine in your life, you're in orbit, okay? You're going around and you can still go back to the old earth as you need to yeah. and kind of tap into those timelines, revisit all the old shit, all the things is happening, okay? Now coming up into August, into the Lionsgate, we are now going to have a rescue mission where we are going to take our light ship and we are going to come over to the uh, uh, another ship that has had its engines cut and it is full of the chaos the drama and all the stuff from the 3d dense part of earth okay so now our ship is docking with this ship and when that door opens from 3d it's like all of a sudden all that shit from the chaos line is gonna come spewing out at you, okay? So you have the choice to either let it affect you or literally just go straight through you and know that your ship has a state-of-the-art vac system. So when I got Scott to explain this to me, I said to him, okay, so what does this mean? Like when those doors open up in August all the way till the 16th and we're doing that rescue mission to see if there's anybody else that wanna come on that light ship, 
what does that mean? So can you explain it to the people what that might look like in their life moving into August when these doors open? Well, essentially, it's like you're standing in front of an oven that's been turned on, and when you open the oven door, that heat wave that comes out, that's going to be like a blast of all that like old energies to try and get you to spin back down into like the lower dimensions. Mm -hmm. But you just have to realize as that as you're getting blasted with those energies is that you already have the tools to handle all of this stuff. You've already been there. Mm -hmm. None of this stuff is going to be shocking or, you know, difficult because like it's you've already done this before. You know, and you're just going to have to just trust on your new skills that you've been putting into practice for the last um, year or so or maybe even longer to, to really just get you through it and not spin back down. It's kind of just almost going to be like one energetic like test to make sure that you're spinning up instead of spinning down. Yeah, so some of the tests that some of the things that might come up to you is a lot of old connections. People now trying to get into your orbit, but yeah. they're really not meant to come into orbit. They're they're going to stay on that ship, mm -hmm. right? So if you're seeing people that are like kind of throwing stuff your way, you know, really trying to make those connections, you know, notice that as that heat that Scott's telling you, the doors are open. If they're gone, if that's literally it, they've been gone and they've been cut off, like for a reason, you know, and you have moved on from that, that is part of that test. If it's reconnection and stuff like that, look at that. That's you being the refugee. If somebody's coming back to reconnect and they are at a vibration that you're moving towards, that is somebody that now has come from that shift and you're like, here, here, come on, get yeah. over, right? Notice these things that are coming up and they're going to come up so fast and they're going to be gone just like that too. Because literally imagine it, the door opens and with that, all the drama, all the chaos, everything is like, boom, hitting you. But literally, you can just stand there like the light being you are and be like, oh, hi, hi. And it just goes through you and sucks back into our state-of-the-art light shift, okay? So um, as of the 16th, then that is over and we move into a whole other energy thing. So I wanted to share that because I thought it was really profound and it really resonated and explained um, for me like what it, what it what's going on um, on another angle with the bloat and with all of this. So just understand that wherever you are right now, you're exactly where you need to be. But if you're feeling disconnected with your body and your energy and all that, we're in transition, you guys. The old is done and we are now here moving into new earth. So with new earth, it's getting used to who you are, getting used to living from energy. And that is, that's a whole other ball game. And we've been saying that all summer. It's really, it's a different way of being. It's a different state of being. And just give yourself compassion and like I said find the mentors that resonate with you and don't walk this alone because there's millions of us who are now on that light ship uh, moving to new earth so hope that helps everybody this week on your journey as you spiral up in the dimensions to align on your blueprint with who you came here to be